Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Power outages, road closures, flight disruptions, they all mount as a blizzard whips the central United States. I'm AccuWeather.com's Evan Myers. I'm joined by Brett Anderson. Bernie Reno is on assignment today, and this is our 29th edition of Weather Insider. And, Brett, let's get right to it. We have lots of snowfall totals. These are not baseball scores. Uh, Why don't you run down where we are as of midday uh, on Thursday. Obviously, these are going to mount up as we go through time. All right. Well, we talked about Denver, uh, three to five inches. We had three to six forecasts, so good forecast in the Denver area. That snow's over there now? snow's pretty much over in Denver now, so that's winding down. That's good news there. Cheyenne, six to eight inches. Uh, Jackpot, at least at this point so far, across central parts of South Dakota, 14 to 18 inches of snow has accumulated. Is that like Pierre, South Dakota? Or? Uh, in those areas. Not uh, Pierre itself. I think generally just to the west of there and just to the north. Toward Rapid City over yeah, in that yeah, area? Yeah, some of those areas. 14 to 18. Snow that, on Mount Rushmore, huh? Absolutely. And it's going to continue to snow there through today into tonight. So, yeah, we're looking at probably some two-foot totals in that area. 6 to 12, western Nebraska. We actually had some snow all the way down to Milwaukee, one to two inches in the Milwaukee area, and a general six to ten across parts of central Wisconsin and Minneapolis, four to eight. So four to eight inches is what's fallen in Minneapolis. Is The snow wasn't quite over there yet. What's the total going to be? Uh, or not, not really much more than they've had thus far. I know the winds have been howling across uh, Minnesota today. Yeah, they have been, especially in the west. Now, I think for Minneapolis, the most of the accumulating snow is over. Uh, actually, they're probably going to see some mixing uh, today, but generally light uh, amounts. And then tonight, they may get back into a band of, uh, of some snow, maybe another inch there. And definitely strong winds today uh, from uh, Minneapolis all the way down uh, east of the front range of the Rockies into places like extreme eastern uh, portions of uh, Colorado and western Kansas throughout uh, much of Nebraska. What's happening with that, and how far south does that extend? Are we still getting some of that blowing dust across the Texas panhandle in Oklahoma? It won't be as bad later today. The winds are really going to slacken across west Texas and New Mexico compared to what they were yesterday and, and last night. So that's good news. So but that's they, when, when, as they were Wednesday, Wednesday night, and we're yeah, talking about Thursday Yeah, they're going to start to ease up across that area, so the dust will not be quite as big a problem there today. But, again, we're still looking at strong winds through today, all of today, northern Texas panhandle through, again, the, uh, the front range eastern parts of Colorado. So, you know, yesterday, uh, maybe you don't know this, but, well, you do know because we talked about it ahead of time, but um, Bernie Reno, um, I asked Bernie yesterday uh, because some uh, news outlets, uh, some weather folks were referring to this as a bomb cyclone, and, uh, you know, I'd asked Bernie for the official definition, and we teased folks and told them that we would tell them today what the official definition is you know, there's official definitions of blizzards, which have actually been changed over time because yes, blizzard used to have to have a temperature threshold. That's no longer the case. But 
for the uh, as defined by the American Meteorological Society, a bomb cyclone is an extratropical storm, so it's not a tropical system, not a hurricane or a tropical storm, with a central pressure that falls on an average of at least one millibar for 24 hours, 24 millibars in a 24-hour period. What does that translate to inches of mercury, which most folks think about as far as barometric pressure? That's 0.72 inches in a 24-hour period, so not quite a full inch of mercury of a fall in in a 24-hour period. That's the official definition. But, you know, we've heard blizzards. uh, We hear bomb cyclones. We hear all this kind of stuff. Are we using these terms uh, too frequently nowadays? Is it hype? Uh, is Are the definitions really something that uh, we need to think about redefining like we did with Blizzard? Uh, what's your take on that? Yes, I, I personally think we are using it too much, but it does grab people's attention. And that's, you know, we're trying to get people's attention so they take precautions when we have these big storms like that. So I see the positives and the negatives with that. So we're really, we're really not trying to uh, scare anybody. That's not our aim. Our aim is to relay the information as we see it, what the possibilities are as we see them, so that we're not uh, overhyping, but we're not underhyping. We're, we're, we're saying what we think is going to happen, and sometimes the use of uh, terminology helps to, uh, as you said, to, to, to clue folks in on that. What about severe weather with this system? Is it the fact that the energy is pulling northward uh, into the western Great Lakes and is and moving away from places like the Gulf of Mexico where the moisture sources are that we're not really going to see much in the way of severe weather with this situation? Yeah, I think part of that is true. The other the other issue has been uh, dry air. It's just been a lot of dry air. We had all that strong wind coming in across the southern plains, so that's mixing in with the slightly moist air. So the dew points have not been all that high across areas where you expect thunderstorms. And the dew point is the representation right. of the, 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 the total amount of moisture in the right. atmosphere. And so since those aren't that high, the total amount of moisture in the atmosphere is not all that great. So this storm is going to be departing. We're going to start to dig out of it. Even though there's flight delays and flight disruptions, they're going to start to ease as we go through the next uh, 24 hours or so. But, Brett, there's another storm, and that's what we're going to turn our attention to tomorrow. There's another storm that's heading into the West Coast, and that's going to take another trek across the United States, probably farther south. Mm -hmm. And so it's going to produce, uh, once again, fire danger issues in places like West Texas and New Mexico. It's also going to produce the, the specter, or at least raise the specter, of severe weather as it moves across the south. Where might that be and when? Yeah, I think we're looking Saturday afternoon, Saturday night, East Texas through Arkansas, Louisiana, Mississippi. Uh, Saturday, late in the afternoon, evening, we could see significant tornadoes out of this type of system. It's a fairly strong storm, and this one is going to have a lot of moisture to work with. So the, the, the possibility of severe weather this weekend as it moves across the the southern states through the Gulf, uh, the Gulf area, and then into the southeastern states. And that's going to be the focus of what we're going to talk about on our Weather Insider as we head into the weekend on Friday, where that system's going and the potential for severe weather across the southern part of the country. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. 
The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.